0: Oh, no one ever thinks about the crew below the decks They're drinking and they're partying and having lots of sex They cook and clean and serve the rich with a smile all day But when the
1: richies leave the ship, the yachts get to play Yo, no,
0: Hey guys, welcome back to another Gangplank Report. We are talking about Below Deck Mediterranean Season 7, Episode 15, which Bravo called Brace for Impact. And we called Dumbo Knows How to Tip.
1: <laughs> Dumbo can tip. Yep.
0: <laughs> and here is Jen for your rapid recap.
1: Kyle starts to badmouth Nat to Tosh, and Sandy walks in and shuts it down. Dave's salt-baked fish baked itself to the side of the oven, but turned out very cool in the end. The BDSM party is a BUST, with only three guests making it to the end of dinner. Kyle apologized to Nat, which he should have, and Tosh is upset and says he didn't need to, even though she wasn't there to see what went down. Nat confuses Storm by joining him in his bed post-breakup. Reed senses that Z, Storm, and Courtney have bonded really well, but still enjoys their energy. One guest rams the jet ski into the swim platform, and two others run right into the hole. Storm goes to Sandy to learn how to write an incident report, but she tells him what happened with the Wave Runners isn't an incident, it's just chartering. The safari dinner is tame and lame, but the food was on point. Reed did a good job his first time docking. They get the biggest tip of the season, $27,500 reed makes an offhanded comment about narcissism that brings courtney to tears but he did the right thing and immediately and sincerely apologized while the exterior makes up on the night out the interior crumbles again when storm mentions that kyle only apologized because sandy chastised him and that's your rapid recap awesome your recap not the episode <laughs> these guests they're trying to be so provocative and it's just falling so flat it's really bad it's
0: really difficult to watch Mm -hmm. I mean these episodes are really difficult to watch to begin with because I'm just not into it right I'm not excited about it I don't look forward to it I cannot say that about any other season that we have covered right and that's really unfortunate because I feel like there's so many different ways to do this and it's just not doing it for me
1: yeah it's not it's a struggle to get through multiple times which we have to do to be able to cover it right it's hard to do.
0: <laughs> well, and I think part of it has to do with the fact that there's, I mean, we've talked about it a multitude of times. Just There's just no chemistry.
1: Yeah. It really seems off or like I've said before, how many crew that I happen to like on this, I'm not anxious to see it. And the person I'm most drawn to this season shocked the heck out of me it's Sandy. I thought she was great this episode. She was Captain Superwoman this episode, in my opinion. I think everything she did was the right take.
0: This is more interesting to me than the episodes. So let's break <laughs> this down a little bit, Jen. Okay.
1: I really liked how she came in and just put Kyle in this place when he was talking about Nat. And honestly, that could go for anybody. Everybody on here talks behind each other's back. It just happened. I'm objective enough to know that I'm only happy about it because I was upset with him. But Natalia has just as frequently talked behind Tosh's back or Kyle's back. So if it had been flipped, I'm sure I wouldn't have been as happy. But that's because I'm a hypocrite. (laughs) I think the difference
0: is, though, that Sandy has noticed And other people have noticed that Natalia actually has a work ethic. Yeah. And so she's probably happier to defend. I mean, probably not happy about the situation existing in the first place, but happier to defend Natalia because she sees how much effort she's putting in. Right. And how well she's doing.
1: Yeah. Despite the fact that the rest of the interior team is not. Mm hmm. Yeah, there's nothing that she doesn't get done. We saw in this episode, she had the whites done very shortly after they took them off. You know, (laughs) she had it all organized and everything. So she's really good at her job. I have to say, and this is another thing that I'm going to be like, holy crap, I can't believe I said this and documented it by recording it. But I do agree with Natasha that Natalia can be disrespectful. I can understand her exasperation, but I think there are better ways to communicate things. She does come off very bossy, but in the same token, what she's saying, I agree with. Yeah. They need better time management. They are kind of lazy at times and they make more work for themselves by slacking off when they could be getting stuff done. So I agree with everything she's saying. I just think how she says it is provocative and is kind of spoiling for a fight, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think she's probably reached her patience limit. Yeah. And I get short like that, too, mm-hmm. when I'm dealing with people that aren't carrying their own weight. Yeah. There's two things that really make me angry in a working situation, and it's laziness and stupidity. Yeah. Don't make me work or anyone work harder than they have to because you're not pulling your weight. Right. And especially in an environment like this, where it's such a small team, you have to be able to pull your own weight or the job doesn't get done and the tip suffers. And then everybody gets mad, not just your department.
1: I was thinking about it and I don't understand. We've seen season after season of there only being three people on the interior. And I can't remember one person carrying it so much. I mean, there are times when one person carries it a lot. But usually there's a tag team of two pulling it off. Mm -hmm. And in this instance, it seems like Natalia's been carrying it the whole time. Yeah, I agree with that. And it's frustrating to watch because you know that they could
0: do more to be team players and they're just choosing not to.
1: Like on this one, they go to bed after the safari dinner at like 1130 at night. The guests are down and gone to bed already. And it still took Natasha and Kyle two hours to clean up after a really non-eventful night. They went to bed at 1.30. And I'm thinking they need to flip it around and maybe have Natalia on lates and have somebody who's organized on lates. You know what I mean? Right. But I don't think they want to do that.
0: I think they're both just too focused on socializing in their love lives mm-hmm. to really
1: pay attention to what's happening in front of them. Yeah. From the outside, I can understand why people would think that it would be more fun to work with them because they're trying to keep it light and make it playtime. But as a business minded person, they're the people I wouldn't want to work with. Right. I agree with that. So let's talk about Dumbo. Okay. (laughs) He's so creepy. He's just
0: I thought he was creepy last week.
1: Oh my gosh. But This week we had him in the Batman BTSM costume and then we had him dressed up as Dumbo. And just the comments he makes to his female guests. They all got up and left. Yes. If they even made it to dinner at all. Yes. He's just a lecherous, gross, dirty old man. Ah, that's very disturbing. I wholeheartedly agree with you.
0: And it reminds me of a couple of situations throughout the years yachting that i have been witness to where the girls that were there were not exactly good friends as much as they were temporary employees
1: well and kyle implied that too Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that dumbo was the client his name is eric so and that eric was the client in this and they weren't his clients kind of thing i don't know on one hand i feel bad for them, And on the other hand, I feel like it's by design. It's transactional. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I have a hard time with this because as a feminist, I want to stick behind the women. But I also want young females out there to know, don't do this. If somebody's going to give you a yacht trip. It's not just because you're cute. Oh. Right. You're going to have to put up with a ton of crap and you're better than that. So don't do it. Work, earn your own money and go on a yacht by yourselves and not with some creepy old dude that wants to take pictures of you while you're bending over doing yoga. How gross was that?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: He's just gnarly. I don't know. I'm not sad to see him gone. Nice tip, buddy. Bye bye. Thanks for the nice tip for the people that we like. But yeah, you're gross. Don't come back. Twice is more than enough of Eric and friends. I can't. Mm hmm. So what are you thinking now you've had two episodes. What are you thinking about Reed?
0: I was trying to figure out because I actually rewound and watched what he said to Courtney. And I was trying to figure out if he was being playful and like just kind of ribbing her like he sees how the others kind of banter back and forth and rib each other a little bit. Right. And that's part of what we do once we're working together for a while. And maybe he was just trying to like be playful. But Nobody knows him well enough to know his delivery. Right. I don't know that he was necessarily being playful on the second watch. I think maybe he was just being observational and a little pointed Mm -hmm. and maybe didn't realize the
1: severity of what he said until he saw her reaction later. Right. I can see that. How I took it was that he was initially being playful and then he got the opportunity to show what a smarty pants he was and it shifted from playful to here i'm going to educate you and that instantly puts a serious tone on things if somebody's going to try and teach you something they're going to try and sound authoritative and factual and smart and i think that tone shift by wanting to be here let me edify you and teach you about mythology that made the whole thing screech to a halt I think if he had kept it playful and just did a Cliff's Notes version, but the way that he put it, it was harsh. I understood why she was hurt by it. She's in a vulnerable place anyway because of what's going on with her dad. He doesn't know that. He has no way to know, but there are some things you just shouldn't say when you don't know somebody really well and you don't know their sense of humor. And I think it crossed a line. I agree. I'm not saying that what he said wasn't hurtful.
0: I just don't know that that was necessarily his intention because he doesn't seem like he's that kind of guy. And I think he realized like, oh, crap, this might make the entire team turn on me before I even really get started. Yeah. So maybe part of his apology was damage control selfishly. But I think he also sincerely felt bad for what he said.
1: He sounded very sincere to me, more sincere than most anybody who's apologized on Bravo, period, let alone on Below Deck. He really did seem like he likes her and he didn't mean to do anything to upset her. I totally believed him and I don't think it was intentional. I just think he didn't read the room well. Yeah, I agree. Seems to be a lot of that this season. Yeah. But again, he apologized right away. I mean, he didn't even let it sit for a night. As soon as he saw her in tears, he's like, can we talk? Yeah. I still like the guy. He cleaned it up the way that he should have cleaned it up, which might not bode well for him being asked back to Bravo. But as a human in real life, he did the right thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, we'll see what more comes from him. I hope he starts to jive with the rest of the crew,
1: but who knows? Yeah. How he handled that even was better than how Jason did, because he's getting the same vibe that Jason got, that they're very tightly bonded, the three of them, but he didn't take it personally. Yeah. He thought that it made sense. And that's the thing that Jason could have done while he was there. You can't fault them for liking each other and being friends. I agree with that. Speaking of the rest of the duct tape, what did you think about the storm Natalia thing? I'm not really happy with how she's handling it. I don't know that she sees it like he does. I think he was right in the last episode when he said that he thinks there's more feelings on his side than hers. And I think he needs to keep that in the forefront of his brain. I grew up hanging around more guys than girls. And when you put a guy in the friend zone, you're not even thinking about that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can cuddle up on a bed and there be nothing sexual to it. It's your buddy at that point. And you don't think beyond that. And I don't know, not being a guy, I don't know that guys get that. And I think that's where she is. He's her friend. He's somebody that she gets along with well, can tell her problems to, and can cuddle up with and have somebody to talk to at night.
0: Yeah, but if they're still doing the romantic stuff, kind of sort of a little bit or a lot. Yeah. then that's really sending mixed signals. And I think he owes it to himself to be like, look, pick a side here. Do you want me to be your friend or do you want me to be your boyfriend? Yeah. Because this is not working for me, whatever this is.
1: Yeah. And if it's not, then he needs to say so. I agree. I think right now he's enjoying the benefit of it. Oh, for sure. Because he even said, I really should talk to her about it, but I know it won't go well. So he knows what he should be doing. He's just choosing to not do that. Right. It's a free country, a free world. Since we're international here, he can choose to do that, but he can't whine about it if that's what he chooses. Yeah. I don't know. I did find it interesting. He kind of stirred the pot a little this evening. Things seemed to be going well on the night out. Everybody was happy. Kyle and Natalia were back to joking and he made the comment that the only reason Kyle apologized to Nat was because Sandy busted him and made him, which Sandy didn't really make him apologize. She just said, talk to her. He said, I tried. And she said, try again. So she didn't tell him what he needed to say in that circumstance. So that part was a little off. But do you think that Kyle apologized because of getting caught by Sandy?
0: I don't think it would have happened otherwise. Okay. I mean, she didn't directly tell him to do it. But look, he's smart enough to know that this is all on camera. And if he just keeps acting the way that he is, then he's just going to look like the bad guy no matter what.
1: That's a good point. I hadn't really thought about it because I kind of thought that her commenting on how he was dealing with it made him be introspective sooner than he would have been. But I thought he was sincere and realized that he screwed up. And then when I see this dinner and now he's going back and doubling down and bringing how Natalia treats Natasha in as extra evidence for why he's justified in behaving the way that he did made me realize okay maybe i was wrong so you're probably right he wouldn't have done it if sandy hadn't said anything i gave him more credit than that but based on the end of this i don't know if that's true
0: yeah i don't think he would have he seemed like he in a very one-dimensional way i mean i think he's the kind of person that would say whatever he had to to get out of that conversation with sandy hmm so placating her by agreeing with her in the moment and then maybe making some small effort to apologize to Natalia. Mm -hmm. Sure. And then if you take it back the next day by doubling down and making it worse, that tells me that you didn't really mean it in the first place.
1: Yeah. And that's the place that I got to with it. I was just like, wait, okay, if he's going to backtrack on it this quickly, then he didn't mean it. The whole thing's frustrating. I thought Natasha was a total suckle for being mad at him for doing the right thing. She wasn't even there for any of it. She didn't hear what he told the guest. He hadn't even gotten to relay it to her because Sandy interrupted them. So for her to say, you had nothing to apologize for, you weren't there. How do you know? I find it odd that as a leader of the team that you're wanting to create a division there. It doesn't shock me at all.
0: It's Mm self-serving true. for her to have at least one person on her side
1: against somebody else. Right. She just is really making it hard to watch. Fortunately, there wasn't a ton of her this episode. Yeah.
0: Hopefully that trend continues. So they left this on a to be continued. Again.
1: Oh my gosh. I can't. (laughs) I would have to expect it's a giant nothing burger yet again.
0: How many more episodes do we have to
1: watch? At least four, I think. We're on 15. Usually it's 19, right? And the reunion's episode 20. I'm really not looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not positive. I'll have to look and see. Usually Andy puts out an all call on Twitter for if you have questions. For the reunion. For the reunion. And I haven't seen that come up yet. So, hmm. so I would think we have at least three or four left joy (laughs) we still haven't seen the coast guard come they still have to come Mm. we haven't seen whatever makes the giant mark on the side of the ship yet true hopefully there's some good things to come they're saving the best for last let's cross our fingers on that okay we'll go with your idea (laughs) (laughs) okay a quick show side note we are coming into the holiday season Adrian's schedule is getting very busy. She is starting a land-based catering and charcuterie company called The Anchored Chef. Very excited for you about that. Thank you. I've seen pictures. It all looks divine. I've actually shared it with a couple of super fans. So <laughs> thank you. People are excited and your website's going to be up and going soon. Yep. But with that and with your charitable efforts and your work schedule, and now that I have another person in my home seven days a week, <laughs> 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 which 66 or not, it's a handful. It's like watching a kid all over <laughs>
0: again. True.
1: Our schedules are getting really busy right now. So for the time being, we are going to suspend the Superfan episodes. We still will bring you bonus episodes when we get some extra content that we want to share with you, but keeping up with two podcasts a week is a little rough right now at this time with our schedules. So for right now, we will be continuing to do the recaps on Tuesday. So check those out and we will see you next week for the recap of Below Deck Med, Season 7, Episode 16. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Superfan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me hearties.